Hello, and welcome to Turtleneck Table Talk, the podcast where we search for insightful conversation while promoting our community. And today we are super pumped because we have a special guest, Josh West, you know, an amazing human being, uh, but the one I've been able to know over the past two years as the Wichita D2 men's rugby coach, a national champion in the USA Rugby community of the D3 uh, division at the time. And uh, why don't you speak on that a little bit, Josh? Introduce yourself in uh, the way you see fit wearing that beautiful <laughs> medal right now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, um, so you said a lot there. Yeah, it is. Kind of forgot what half of it was. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just jump off with, yeah, you know me in the in the rugby aspect of, yes. of life uh, yes. as the coach of Wichita Rugby. Um you know, something I love. Been doing it for two years. Hopefully, I can do it forever. Who knows? But um, it's just a great thing to do. Love being around you guys. Uh, it's half the reason why I do it is to be around the boys. Um, in particular, us. But yeah, and, well, yeah, it's and, good, and good, guys, good group of dudes right here. Uh, but we we can go into all that coaching and stuff in a little bit. But yeah, the national championships—the real story from 2015. So it's hot topic eight years ago. Uh, Still relevant. But I thought I'd bring it because it is just—it's part of our. History uh, as the Wichita Barbarians, 2015 national champion, eight years ago, eight long years ago. Uh, yeah, won it last minute kick by this. Devin knows him, you don't, but this guy named Dustin Frost, who was a super good player. Um, and then he just gave up, got fat, and quit playing rugby. So, you know, uh, he knows I love him and all that stuff. But uh, no, he, 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 won the, he won the game for us last, no time left, kick. Penalty kick goes over. We win. Uh, I scored a try, though, right before halftime. That was essential to us yeah. making our, our yeah. comeback. And getting the momentum going. Get, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, but, yeah, like so. But that was a great time as well. And then now uh, now we're D2. So yeah. it's a little more competitive. If we were still D3, we'd probably win. We probably would have won it like three or four more times. Mm. But we moved up, challenged ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Um, so for yeah. those who um, aren't so familiar with like rugby and the divisions, can you kind of break that down? Because you know, to the average person, they're like hearing these numbers and they're like, "What does this mean?" And the significance of like how many teams you have to play against and all that stuff. Can you kind of break that down just a little bit? Yeah. So, um, oh. gotta, gotta flip it around. Still, yeah. gotta still see it. It's still important. Uh, yeah. So like um, rugby, there's kind of let's just call it. For the for the men's age, you know, you're after you're done with college. Uh, there's like four levels. So you have professional, which is MLR. Uh, you have D1, which used to be like the top level back in the day, but before professional started up uh, mm -hmm. about five six years ago. So D1, and those are your kind of usually the bigger cities of America. So you know, uh, like New York, Chicago, um, Austin. Dallas, then California team, Seattle, stuff like that. Like those would be like where your D1 teams usually come from, large population, large large uh, number of rugby guys to kind of pull from. And then uh, D2 is, again, smaller cities. Maybe it doesn't have the all the colleges and stuff that can help supply those teams with, with players. Um, you can have D1 and D2 on the same club, like a New York D1 team can have a D2 team as well. And then D3 is kind of like very much, that's kind of why we were in D3. Like it's very grassroots, like a small town, mm. which I was not smallest, but it is like 
it's not this metropolis, but it is a uh, smaller hub where guys are just kind of maybe learning rugby for the first time. Like you guys never played rugby before till yeah. you guys came out. Um, and that's kind of what D3 is is reserved for in a way. There shouldn't be any guys on a D3 squad that are pro. Like mm. back in the day, there kind of used to be some because pro wasn't around. So it was like, yeah, a guy might have been a legit athlete in some small town in, uh, you know, Nebraska just playing on some team and tearing everybody up that was just average Joes running around. Um, and then there's there's even one level below that. It's social. It's just guys that want to play rugby. They don't care about training. They don't care if they win or lose. They just want to drink, have fun, or whatever. So there's mm-hmm. pro, D1, D2, D3, and then social <laughs> if you're really looking to just be a part of the culture still, even though, like, you could be 20 years old all the way to, like, 60. You're like, I just want to be around it. So those yeah. are kind of the, the five main levels of rugby that you might see in the states okay yeah yeah that's the culture is definitely something that was a was a shock coming into the the sport first uh first playing it uh two years ago and just the sport in general is confusing to a lot of people who haven't watched it maybe know about it but you know they're looking at it and saying what is rugby in general what is it doing in america you know we already have football why should people even think about playing rugby and you know what would you say to those people who say that okay well i got a question for you though yeah what's that right, so why was why was rugby just a, a culture shock for you the culture shock was crazy <laughs> because um one my dad noticed this too right after every game you get with your team and you drink and you have uh, fun together like that that doesn't happen in football games that doesn't happen basketball baseball it does not happen where you can go from full-on punishing another man to um, just having a drink with him right after a game. And that's just that's just not a part of any of the other cultures and American sports that we have. And I think that, that was probably the biggest one, but also just like um, just the different uh, eclectic personalities right. <laughs> that we have in our uh, in our own very own Wichita barbarians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of half the reason why people should come and play the sport because it is, yeah. um, it's a social thing. It's a it's a community. Um, even if you're playing a, a team that maybe you don't even like, a rival or whatever, uh, you're still a community. You're still a rugby player. Like you're part of that small fraternity of of guys because it is not. It's not a huge sport like you said. It's not like football, you know, basketball, baseball, whatever these major sports in America. It's just, it's very much community. Um, and then we all hang out, drink together, whatever, after the game. Um, and he said all the personalities, like that's what rugby is all about. It's guys that are just like, yeah, anyone can be, you know, be done playing sports after high school. Anyone can just be like, yeah, I'm done playing sports. I'm going to, you know, get my degree. Right. Awesome. Good job. I'm going to just maybe go to the gym three times a week. Uh, you know, get married, have kids, stay at home, watch TV, you know. Whatever, do that, rinse, repeat until you die. Uh, yeah, but no, but rugby, you know, you want to still compete, you want to still hang out, you want to still have fun. Yeah, uh, you want to be a part of something. Um, and a lot of guys, you know, I'm I'm not military, but a lot of guys we've had it that have been military, like this is the next best thing. You know, like when you're in the military, it's a brotherhood. You're around each other all the time. You know, you get to know each other um, for better for worse. And like same thing with rugby. Like Tuesdays, Thursdays, we're there with each other, hanging out. Uh, you have someone to to check in on you like if, if if i don't see austin for like two weeks i can be like hey are you good you yeah. know and like in normal life you know 
outside of rugby, there might you might not have someone that would say, "Hey, man, are you doing all right?" Like people at your job don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to be like, "You feeling okay, man? That that expense report looked a little rough." But no, like no, as long as you turn in. But rugby guys, they care about each other. Um, that's kind of the big appeal of it for maybe a lot of people. Like it, it is just it's instant friends. There's guys that when you travel, you can go overseas, you can go to another city, whatever. You join a team, like you legitimately have like 30, 40, 50 best friends. Like you don't have to worry about that. Like, uh, oh, am, am I going to move here and, and find friends? Well, just join a rugby club and you got friends. Like it doesn't matter if you're super good at the sport or like you just started. Like they will, they have to love you. That's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. I want to give you props for that because you did continually text me when I was first joining. Uh, like I, I didn't know anything about the sport and you kept thinking, hey, Austin, you going to come out and play a game yet? Yeah. No, I'm going back home to see family, oh, and uh, family's good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love seeing my family. But, um, yeah, the sooner I would have got into playing, I mean, the better. And I'm glad that, that I got in when I did and that you kept texting me to come out. So Yeah, man. I remember, yeah, you were <laughs> you were always going home to see your family, which I get. Like, you're yeah. away from them. You were at WCU as a freshman, staying in dorms first time. Probably didn't know too many people on campus yet. And we're just like, I'm just going to go home and hang out with the fam and just yeah. – but. I wanted to bring you out of your comfort yeah. zone, hang out with the boys, all the personalities, you know. That's true. I knew you needed it. I could tell Austin needed <laughs> something crazy in his life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like I've really flourished. <laughs> yeah, I think guys, so. so. I think so. Yeah. So kind of talking about um, kind of going back into your journey into rugby, did you previously have experience and whatnot? Because you've been playing rugby for almost a decade now. About for the barbarians, yeah, least, it's like almost. 12, 12 years, I think. Yeah, oh, okay, so, yeah. so yeah. yeah, so can you kind of talk about like your journey because you've had an interesting story of coming in, playing, and then <laughs> becoming being the captain because you were the captain when I joined the team, yeah, and now coaching. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that kind of journey? Yeah, um, so I remember I, I went to Emporia State and I was in the working out whatever the rec center, we'll just call it rec center. And these guys were like, hey, man, you should come play rugby. And uh, they saw me lifting heavy weight. So, you know, they, <laughs> you know they, they knew I was a specimen back at 21. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll show up. So um, show up and just, I think I get one training session in. It was on a Tuesday. And uh, I didn't go Thursday because I was helping out with big brother, big sister, doing my community, oh, nice. my community yeah, work yeah, back, hey. you know, in college and all that. Um but yeah, I showed up and I, I, I liked it. And they were like, "Hey, you gonna you gonna play Saturday?" And I was like, "I mean, I don't know what I'm doing." And they were like, "Don't matter." So show up uh, that Saturday, played a game, started. Um, I wish I could see the film and because I <laughs> everyone told me like, "Oh, you did so good, you did so good," and all this stuff. And if I watched it now, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that guy sucks." Um, but I was like hooked from the get go. Like I remember uh, waking up. For the game and like i was i would read my bible austin you didn't you didn't love that but i was reading my bible i was just like because i was like i'm probably gonna die when i play rugby today because oh i was like i was kind of i was nervous i watched it you know on youtube or whatever and i was like yeah i'm getting hurt playing this game i need, <laughs> I need to read the bible and get right with the lord in case something happens to me hit him with a little philippians 4 13 you know yes, what i'm yes. saying I think, I think, yeah is that new <laughs> testament uh yeah okay then i was going old i was going old oh. i go old school i go biblical on them you know yeah uh but yeah, I was just nervous playing the first game. I still have my first mouthpiece uh, somewhere in my house. Like, I collected it or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I was just hooked right then and there. And I remember, yeah, 
drinking with the other team, and I obviously got way too messed. I just like, yeah, I, I used to always get way too messed up, but uh, that's what got me hooked. I was like, man, I, I could do this forever, and I'm still doing it. Um, but then moved back, moved to Wichita because Emporia. I tried to. I told them I'd, I'd I moved back home, and I was like, I'll keep playing with you guys. I I really like you guys. Whatever. They're like, hey, just go play for Wichita, man. Like we suck. Um, we don't even. Yeah, they're like, we don't even really have a structured team. Just go actually play for a good club. I was like, all right. So uh, played for Wichita, showed up with them. Um, back then I was same height, obviously, but I was like 170 pounds, just lean, mm. uh, long hair, super fast. You know, what an athlete. Um, and then uh, I got, I don't know if I want to call it sick or whatever, but um, I woke up one day. And just had like this crazy intense like uh, pain in like my all my joints, knees, uh, elbows, even shoulders were like on fire. And I was like, "What is going on here?" I was like, "Okay, whatever. I'll probably just something I'm working through." Went to the gym, like could barely like bench like 135. I was like, "Dude, something's up, man. I don't I don't know what's going on." Went to the doctors for like months, man. Like that was okay. So that was like spring of 2012. So I went to doctors for probably like from March through like December. I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And I put on like 40 pounds. So I went from like being like 170. I think I might even got to 230. So I put on like 60 Dang. pounds. Uh, just because I was just depressed, couldn't move, body wasn't working right. Stopped playing rugby. So I stopped for like six months. Um, <laughs> and just was like, you know what? This is my life's over, man. This sucks. It was like 22. 23 I was like I can't do anything can't work out can't run can't play rugby um and kind of gave up and then uh I remember just talking to a therapist because I was like I'm I'll just be honest I was like I'm gonna kill myself you know I was like I depressed can't move can't do anything and I was like I gotta go talk to someone man because this is this is not the way uh I want it to be but um you know like I said doctors ran all sorts of tests under the sun for me they're like do you have parvo you know which is a dog disease you know they did everything oh. man like and I just got um You really do got that dog in you. I do, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't have part, but I, I got like I don't know if jaded is the right word, but I just I just done with the whole medical process. Like, I'll figure this out on my own. Whatever. I'll I'll heal myself. Because doctors, they just run tests and and kind of just give you okay, your symptoms match this, chart, blah, 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 blah. Um but I went to therapists and they prescribed like to take this uh antidepressant that also like blocks nerve pain. And so I, that helped me a lot. And it kind of numbed the pain a little bit, whatever. I'm able to, I've, a lot of people don't know this, but I've never played rugby at like, you know, some people like, I'm, I'm 100% today. Like, I've always, I'm like 80% after whatever the heck happened to my joints. And some days I'm at like 60. Um, most of the time, floating between 75. If I get up to 90%, that's like, a, oh, I'm on fire that day. And you can, there's a difference in the way I play. But um, got those things kind of worked out, you know, kind of found was able to get back in the gym, was able to find a purpose again, uh, was able to get back on the rugby field. I wasn't half the player, athlete I used to be or whatever, um, but I knew that So if I wasn't going to be, you know, if I wasn't 170 pounds running a, a 4, 5, 40, and blah, 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 like I had to like commit myself to learning the game because, yeah. So I became, I tried, I just learned everything I could. Um, I just... Committed myself to it, would train all the time by myself. I didn't even like outside of Tuesdays and Thursdays, I was going after getting it on my own. Um, 
And I think that's kind of what made me fall in love with it because you can be a, let's say, a lesser athlete, at, you know, because mm -hmm. I lost a lot of it, and still get by in rugby. You, you can just use this. You know, you can use your brains. You can use your eyes, vision, whatever. You can use things besides just your physical ability. Um, yeah, so I was really committed to it. I think that's what caught the maybe respect, eye, attention of a lot of the older guys on the team at the time. And they voted, they voted me to be a vice captain when I was like 24 or so. And that was a big accomplishment for me because I was thinking about just not playing rugby anymore and even not living anymore. So that was a good thing. Um, yeah, and that was the year we won the national championship. And then after we won the national championship, I was voted as captain. Um, captain of the team for close to seven years, I think. COVID messed up one of those. I think I count that year still, though. Um, but we had a lot of success as well uh, during that time. Our coach, Paul, uh, he was a big uh, factor in that as well. He changed mm -hmm. the way we played uh, compared to kind of how we used to do old school rugby. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of good years from 2015 to right before COVID. So 2019, we had a super good stretch. Um, very successful and a lot getting a lot of a lot of guys to show up out of the woodwork for rugby um that like maybe move to america or just show up for a job and like hey i've played rugby for my whole life i'm here to play so we got a lot of those guys that showed up so i was very blessed and fortunate to have those guys with me to make my job as as captain easier um then the whole coaching thing so COVID hit you know uh rugby was no one was really interested in rugby anymore. Like we tried to, when we got it back going, like Devin was there, but like, you know, we'd show up to training. There'd be like eight, eight guys, you know, like, and it's just like, yeah. and like, and then for a game, there might be like 12. Like we had to like borrow guys from the other team, their subs mm -hmm. and stuff. And it just wasn't that fun. Um, yeah. Just after COVID it kind of sucked. And then um, 20 fall of 2021, I became the coach, got voted in as coach. And, uh, yeah, it was it was it was a tough process getting the the team back from COVID. Uh, that's probably why I texted you so much because I was de <laughs> I was desperate. But you, I knew you were super good. I could just tell. But I was like, I gotta get ev yeah. everyone that shows up. I gotta get them to stick around. Yeah. And uh, even if they're really horrible or really good, and I could tell you were gonna be good, I was like, I gotta I gotta text this guy. I gotta get them to come out. Um, and so yeah, w really working on getting the team going again. Like, um. Dude, what's something with that, with going getting the team going? Like, what was, like, I think I've talked to you a little bit about this before, but, like, getting culture started. It takes almost, like, a couple years to do that and so it's in most cases, and I feel like that's what you've done. And I know you're going to get to that, but yeah, from yeah. this point, from, like, when, after you got the coaching job, what have been, like, the things you valued in getting um, players to join the cause? Because you we've really got a big rugby team for um, – uh, something not many people know about, mm -hmm. and it's just a really good culture that I enjoy going to every Tuesday and Thursday. So, what's been like your process of building that up? Uh, so like just first to try to make the environment fun, mm -hmm. you know, because it is, uh, you know, a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on like results, like winning, um, and stuff like that. But like, yeah, that'll that'll happen, you know. Um, but first off, got to have fun while we're at training, and then learning at the same time learning while we're having fun like i could go over and have a just bore you to death with drills and stuff but if we can make games for guys uh let their personalities show 
let them kind of be silly and stupid. Like that's that's what it's about. As long as we're still focused and zoned in, um, you know, I just try to let the guys be who they are. Um, and then yeah, with the culture thing, it is it is tough in a way because yeah, it was it was kind of like a reset. Like all the old old guys that kind of stopped playing right when COVID hit, like they kind of like oh, I guess I'm done. You know, they all just went away. So you lose all that those things they may have held dear and then it falls on to like three or four of us to maybe keep it going. Um, but I just try to do what, uh, like the coaches before me did and like, just be there every time, like just be accountable, be committed, be like, I, I never showed up. I'm always there now. Like at six ten. Mm-hmm. I never, even when I was captain, I was there at like six twenty eight, just mm-hmm. putting boots on running out there whatever. But I'm there super early, getting things going. Um, yeah, I'm always checking in on guys. Um, you know, maybe maybe pestering them if that's what it is, but uh, but trying to make sure they need it. Yeah, well, but, for sure. But but I trying to make it. sure everyone's there. You know, because uh, the trainings are only as good as whoever shows up. So like, yeah, if we have five people, can't do much with that. Mm-hmm. But like, and uh, if we have twenty five, yeah, we can make that a lot more fun. We can do a lot more things. So like, when people, there's times I've you know my kid is not feeling well or my wife doesn't want me to go or I'm not feeling well or I'm tired or whatever. I'm like, I still got to be there because if there's, you know, these guys are counting on me and just, it's just that type of mindset for me. I know everyone's counting on me. I got to be there. Um, and I think hopefully the players see that and then they, you know, reciprocate that uh, behavior and they, they show up as well. They're like, hey, Josh is committed. Josh has a kid. Josh has other stuff going on. You know, I got to be there. Um, you know, and it is maybe like, I always tell guys they'll never regret showing up to training. Like, you're never going to show up. And after two hours, I'm like, oh, why did I even go? Why did I come? Man, I don't even want to be here. Like, it's just a very, uh, yeah, fun, and um, it kind it can make you make your day better. It's a good it's a good way to end your day. So, but yeah, the culture part, we're still working on that. We're still working yeah, on always, like yeah. it, it's a it is culture. Like if you think of what culture is a uh, bacteria correct and it's ever changing whatever like it, it's gonna evolve and take on different oh, forms yeah. <laughs> you know and like uh, back in the day the culture of rugby used to be and still is getting drunk but it was like it was <laughs> yeah. like who cares you can play drunk it doesn't even matter oh my gosh, yeah. uh yeah. and it was like get naked after games you know uh sing a bunch of songs do whatever like it's just slowly morphed away people don't sing songs as much as they used to i haven't heard a rugby song in like four years probably uh, no one gets naked like they used to. It used to be just everyone was naked. Um, a lot of guys would just DUIs. I mean, like it was it was pretty drunken culture, and like that's fine, that's cool and all. But I think the world's kind of shifting away from just being a drunk moron. You know, like it's not as acceptable as it used to be. Um, and so, but we have our own cultures now. Of just you guys probably know more. I'm, I'm the coach. No one, you know, I'm I'm lame. Like you guys probably know more about the culture <laughs> and stuff of the team now than I do. But like, yeah, it is just young kids are. They just love the sport and they want to yeah. see TikToks yeah. of of the game, and that's probably more TikToks what the culture the might be instead of getting drunk and having your, you know, oh, getting yeah. a DUI and work and being on your third wife by the time you're 35. Oh, like, you know, it's it's changed. It's yeah, it's more mature. Part of that. It's yeah. more mature. You know, yeah. the game's yeah. more mature now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully I did not uh, join in that era, or I probably would have probably would have hit the door. Um, as soon as I saw that, but I mean, I, there, you know, there's there might be trace amounts of that stuff. Oh, yeah, we still there, get it. We still know? got it. We still but, got it. You can ask me and 
Jay and I will show you how it's done sometime. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're one of the few guys that still there, there's, there's ruin still their lives on there. a Saturday. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we try to aim to ruin other people's lives in the... <laughs> and call them, so put them over there. Yeah. Yeah. By winning. True. We win. Undefeated this past year, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until the playoffs. Um, I guess we could get a recap on that. Congratulations on the uh, on the how many wins was it? Uh, I, d- I did not look this stat up before. Yeah. Well, you got to do your podcast. research, man. I, I don't know. Yeah. There's probably like ten games on. each. So fall and spring. So let's just say. 20? It was, yeah, it yeah, was like we 20 games, yeah. something like that. Yeah. We were scared to come and play us. We got multiple games canceled. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. We won't say who those teams are or whatever, but they know. Good. You can, yeah. I mean, that's all you can just look yeah. it up. Like, uh, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, undefeated and uh, until playoffs. And that's kind of usually how our seasons go. We're blessed enough where we win most of our games, and then mm-hmm. it sucks. We You got to lose us. You can't win them all. You got to lose at some point. It sucks. They always happen in playoffs. But <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We, we have success and. Uh, you know, when we do have those losses, we learn from them, and yeah. we, hopefully, we minimize them each year. You know, hopefully, yeah. if we have one loss next year, I'm quitting. So, <laughs> yeah. And we're like, you would say we're playing some fairly, you know, playing all around the Midwest. Like, you know, for people who once again aren't t- so familiar with yeah. um, with the rugby and even our division, can you like? What are some of the teams that we play? Where are some places we travel to? And where are some places that we've traveled to, like in the past, mm-hmm. type of thing too, as well. Yeah, so we play probably the farthest places we play now are like Omaha and St. Louis. That's on a regular schedule. That's just the farthest we might travel just for regular regional games. Yeah. Um, most everyone is like KC, uh, some Oklahoma City teams. Uh, might go to Dallas every now and then. But it's usually all in that area. And then once you get to – Yeah, Midwest, yeah. And then once you get to like playoffs um, – it just they've, they've changed the structure up so many times in, in recent years um but we used to travel pretty f- go to the coasts not just the west coast not the east coast just west coast uh a decent amount we've been to california twice san diego and san francisco played there san francisco was when we won uh that semifinal to go to the national championship um went to chicago this past year yeah. that was the farthest we've been in a long time um and then um, we went to Mexico. Oh, when was oh, that? Gosh, I, I guess we that. went to Arizona once. Arizona, that yeah. Was, yeah Arizona. I forgot about Arizona. Did that, um, and then went to Mexico when Paul was coach. Uh, that was 2018, That's I believe. Awesome. And yeah. we we teamed up with uh, Tucson, the Magpies, and and played a team down there. It's a good time. Uh, we were there for Dia de los Muertos and. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's just pretty, that sounded pretty, pretty fluent. Yeah, hey, you already know, man. I'm like, <laughs> I think like 27 percent, you know, you know <laughs> from Zacatecas area. That's what, <laughs> that's what my 23 and me says. But so yeah. was your like uh, game elevated when you went up there? What? Well, yeah, yeah, and I, oh yeah, my, my game was was elevated. Uh, yeah, I was just I was back home with my people, you know, and, they, and they they knew I was back. They it was like a hero's welcome. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tried to speak a lot of Spanish, not a lot of Spanish, but tried to like say things to people down there. It was pretty bad. And told one guy, uh, I thought I asked him what what his name was, and I I, I told him I loved him instead. <laughs> and I said, Te amo instead of como como se llama. So I said yeah. Te amo, and then Paul was like, Hey, you just Let's told that. More. You just told that guy you loved him, and I was like, well, uh, maybe I, I might. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe I meant what yeah. I said. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, man. 
So you, yeah, we've been on a lot of tours. What what do we got in the future for possible things we're doing? What are what's the what's the future outlook look like for um, Wichita rugby? Yeah, um, are we going to Canada? Yeah, you never know. We we just might uh, take over you mm-hmm. know the North and South. Get all the America. You no, know, I know. I know. Paul's been talking of, about Argentina, and that's that's more of an effort to get down oh, there. Wow. You know, Mexico. Any, anyone can go to Mexico. You know, I, I can go there right now and come back. And once I don't even need a passport, I can just walk across the border. Uh, but Argentina, you know, that takes check that later. That, <laughs> <laughs> that takes you know some efforts and planning, uh, logistical stuff, and so and money, uh, yeah. obviously. Mexico was was a, a good chunk of change. I think five hundred bucks. Um, Argentina is going to probably be a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, but just putting that out there early, like maybe it's we do it a year from now or two years, mm-hmm. but so guys can put away $25 a month, you yeah. know, or whatever, you know, try to get out there. Because it's not so much like, yeah, it, you can save that money and buy something else with it, but it's really more of an experience going with your boys, uh, playing rugby, especially in another country, mm. another culture. Yeah. Um, and Argentina, they, they love rugby down there. Um, so if we can ever have that one, that'll, that'll be awesome. I'll be the first one to, to sign up for that. Um, yeah. And on a more local scale, you said, what do we got going on? So mm-hmm. August 21st, we have, uh, going to make an event for it soon and all that. Uh, but we're going to be at Indian Hills, uh, swim pool, you know, uh, Monday night, you know, f- family friends night, you know, come out, have a burger, have a dog, yeah. have a beer. Yeah. Uh, a little sand volleyball, Keep it coming. you know, a little pickleball, Ooh. a little horseshoes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else they got? No, uh, we can bring corn. We you know, we can yeah, bring cornhole. Okay. Uh, but yeah, some fundraiser stuff. Uh, but that's for everyone. You know, that's for youth all the way through men's. Yeah. Whatever. You know, just just everyone come together. No matter if you played in the seventies, you played for two weeks in you know twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, come yeah. out, bring yeah. your kids, bring your mom, dad, whatever. Have you know a little bit of food, hang out, and just. I think that's one thing we we probably don't do the greatest job of is just being like uh, always getting together all the time. Like more, it's yeah. usually just like oh men's team do this or the kids are just doing that or whatever. Um, but if we can have something where we all come together and then we can say hey we're all coming together so why don't we bring our your families your mom dad grandma you know bring generations along so people can see like oh rugby is you know it is family it is fun and it is maybe change because. There's some people who were like, I'm not going around rugby because my husband played that in college and they were all idiots and, you know, like they were just drunks and blah, 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 blah. Like, you're like, no, we're actually good people. We, we hang out. We play cornhole, you know. We, uh, Pickleball. Well, yeah, you know, we have, we have values and stuff. We, we, we can be good people, you know. So hopefully that's a good time on August 21st, Indian Hills. Indian Hills. Yeah, Indian swim pool. Swimming pool. Yeah, swimming pool, yeah. I'll have to look that up on Google Maps. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 a it's exclusive club members ah, only. Yeah, very nice, very <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of stuff uh, going recently. Uh, sevens tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we were talking about that before this. We went to tournament last week, and uh, we're still trying to get you know extra guys coming out for that and yeah. uh, just experiencing the awesome uh, awesomeness of it, and. Uh, I don't know if, how much time we have left, but you know, what would you say to the people um, coming in, and what would you tell them to keep coming, um, to encourage them, and 
lift them up into this beautiful community we have. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, just show up is the first thing. You know, like yeah. some people are like, I want to play rugby. Okay, well, show up, man. Got to show up. Um, that's the biggest part. And then don't worry about, like, how good you look compared to somebody else. Like, right. like it's, it's, like I said, I've, I've played for 12 years. If you show up and you're like, I want to do something like you're doing, I'm like, well, okay, you probably can't right away, but, like, you can probably do some other things better than I can, like, you know, because you have this natural athleticism or whatever it is. But just go at your own pace. Uh, don't compare yourself to anyone else. Um, unless maybe, yeah, you if you want to compare, do it with guys that are just starting out with you. Be like, okay, I want to make sure I'm better than that guy in three months. You know, and that's yeah. that's fair. I mean, like, that's that's a way to see how you're how you're growing. I still do that today. I'm like, I want to I want to play better than everybody else on my team. You know, and that's kind of a selfish thing, but it means if I'm playing well, then that means probably someone else is going to be playing well because I did my job and blah mm. blah blah. And you know, trickle down effect. Um, but yeah, just just show up, enjoy what you learn. You know, just take it one little step at a time. Just enjoy that little thing that you learn on Tuesday, Thursday. And then in two, three, four, five years, whenever you're still playing, then be like, then you can really take back and look at your film and be like, okay, I have grown a lot. You know, now I've I've made some some advances in my game and stuff like that. But just take it slow. Yeah. Biggest thing, just take it slow and enjoy the crazy personalities we got. Yeah, because I I really do feel like you've done an amazing job of helping to cultivate such a welcoming. Oh, it's word yeah. of the day, <laughs> but just a very welcoming environment so that people, no matter their skill level, you've done a great job of being very inclusive and having, you know, making sure that everybody gets quality playing time, no matter what level they are at and whatnot. And I think that that's been such a, a positive for the team as a whole and it's built up morale and it's gotten more people bought in. So once again, just kind of elaborating with what you said, like, doesn't matter your skill level. You really do a great job of really teaching people and giving them quality playing time as well. So, yeah, something I try to do. So yeah, I was a teacher, so yeah, try yeah, to, try yeah. to try to teach people and be fair about everything and then yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. For those of uh, the audience members who don't know, Josh was a bowling coach. Oh yeah. At uh, what high school was it? South High. South High. Yeah. You know yeah. what? What? What have you taken from your bowling coaching game? <laughs> into Man. your rugby coaching game what are, what's been the differences the advancements <laughs> the takeaways yeah. um so bowling i've i've probably taken like had an you don't have to be I, I still try to be in control of everything but like bowling it's okay i've learned it's okay to not to not to know to just kind of let things kind of flow because i don't know crap about bowling <laughs> so yeah. when like kids would ask me hey what should i do here what's i'm like Trust yourself. <laughs> hey, just trust you. You've been bowling for a couple of years, you know, three, four years. Dude, just trust yourself. You know? Um, While you're sitting over here, like, we bowling. Yeah. You know, but because um, again, that's an individual sport, and like, you yeah. can, you're the only one who can do it. Like, I can't be like, okay, let me drop a play for you. Let me show you what work. You know, no, it's, it's, okay, just trust yourself. Go through the mechanics, everything, you know, hit the markers you need to hit, blah, 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 blah. And same thing with, with rugby. Like, yeah, trust. Learn well, if I can give you the basics in rugby, then then trust after I give you those. You know, I couldn't give you anything in, in bowling. Like I can give you some crap, but um, no. So it just taught me like it's okay just to kind of stand back and let people just kind of do their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that's a good lesson to take yeah. away from. Yeah, because I mean I had no control there. I didn't know. I don't know anything. Yeah. About bowling, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Would you say it came a little bit from Wii Sports or? 
did you, I was pretty, your knowledge pretty I was pretty good at weed bowling, yeah. man. Yeah, I I I, uh, I camped out at Circuit City. That's how old I am to get a weed first, first day it came <laughs> oh, wow. out. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I remember just dominating bowling, tennis, uh, baseball, boxing. Mm-hmm. What else was on there? There was like one more. I don't know. I like Man. the Wii Sports Resort a little bit. See, that's dude, new for me. Super, I was yeah. I was in my twenties by the time that came out, so I was, you know, I was too old for. I went back like two months ago. I yeah. went back home and played that. No, nah, I mean, it's but we, we bowling is is legit though, it is. and they did teach me a few things, and yeah, I, yeah, you get you got it when you're really good, you can get that hundred pin Wii bowling. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's like a hack to that too. If you like hit it on the riser and you can get all of them without actually hitting. I think so. Yeah, I think. Seen oh, that? okay. Yeah, you can throw it on it and it goes all the way yeah. back and then it explodes. Yeah, yeah I think I've never done that. Though. You could. Yeah, you could, I've seen one, but I've seen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, was, that was that was fun to reminisce on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot. So, um, if people want more information about Wichita rugby, where can they go? Uh, so they, they we they we have uh, you know a Facebook page. What. You know, uh, we have uh, Instagram. What? We have. We don't have Twitter, do we? What? Yeah, we do. We have I a Twitter. We do. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know um, we have it. It's we have a, we have a website, wichitarugby dot com. What? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Josh West, and just message me. What? You know, and just say, "Hey, what's up, man? I want to know about rugby." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think those are the ways you can probably figure it out. YouTube us as well. Got yeah. some YouTube, YouTube the twenty fifteen national championship. Yeah. Oh yeah, you'll yeah, see some good stuff see. there too. See some yeah. Flow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Flow. Some lightning yeah. flow. Yeah. 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 That'll be yeah, that'll be good. I think we do need to improve like our like our website and just ways to recruit, contact, and get people to know about um, Wichita rugby, which is why I'm super glad we're doing this podcast yeah. Yeah. so people yeah. can see how wonderful the sport is. Oh, yeah, exactly. hopefully yeah. Yeah. can reach the masses, Montes- man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. All like sixty-seven people right now. We'll make it grow, but it'll grow. It'll yeah. grow. It'll yes. grow. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it does. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, dude, thanks for coming here. Yeah, sitting in our wonderful leather furniture. Yeah, and just talking about rugby, man. Is yeah. there anything you want to say to anything close we out? We'll yeah. Oh man. Anything we miss? Nah. What's on your mind? What's on my mind? Yeah. Oh, just nah. Rugby is great. <laughs> Come out and play it. Uh, you know, you won't you won't regret it, man. Like it's the best sport in the world um, that no one knows about, and I think that's what makes it it's so, so great. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so great. Yeah. Thanks for that, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank coming. you guys for having me on, man. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. Glad to see yeah. you guys doing it, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shout out Turtleneck Table Dude, Talks. Talk. Yes. Thanks Talk. for. Oh, I said it wrong. Yes, you did. See, you I said it wrong you. three times. I whatever. But thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to uh, tune in for more episodes. Um, you can go to all our social medias. We have our. Uh, it is Turtleneck Table Talk. Turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Dot table talk, I think. Yes. I believe. For yeah. our Instagram, find us on All Facebook. Under, under. You'll find us on Spotify, YouTube, everything. So you guys are on yeah. Spotify? We're going to be. We're going to be on uh-huh. Spotify. We're going to be <laughs> everywhere. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're going yeah. to be seeing this face everywhere. Okay. That's so fine. you can reach out there if you want to play rugby as well. Yes. So thank for you sure. for listening. Yes. <laughs>